You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Hog of Liberty podcast. This is episode number 156 of East Central Indiana's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today I'm joined by co-host Chase Payton, producer Chris Guffey, who's not doing a darn thing, and my forever co-host Dakota Davis. Today's episode features the four of us just talking about uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, we will be talking about the uh, Trump stimulus package, the CARES Act that passed, and then we will also be talking about the Tiger King, Mr. Joe Exotic, and of course, uh, you know, just how horrible our lives have been since the coronavirus took over. So uh, lots of interesting things we're talking about today. Make sure you stick around until the very end. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully, you'll always learn something new. We are broadcasting for the very first time separately, remotely. This, uh, this coronavirus has affected the boss hog empire. Our boy, baby uh, da- Dakota Davis, has the newborn baby at home. So in absolute safety, even though we are technically allowed as members of the media to, uh, to broadcast from the studio, uh, we're going at it separate, so we are trying to do this through Zoom, and uh, I've, I'm working from the original Boss Hog. Uh, I think episodes three, four, five, and six might have been recorded up here in my uh, my office back in the day before cameras. Dakota is at the uh, the Spiceland Ranch. Uh, Producer Chris is, um, I guess, you're monitoring levels from the uh, from a parking lot somewhere, socially distancing. I am very social distancing right now. Nobody can touch me. And Chase is reporting live from Chicago with sports. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Hey, where's the girl <laughs> filter at? I'm trying to find it. <laughs> I thought, we, oh I thought we agreed there were going to be no filters. Chase wasn't in there when we decided that. <laughs> we voted, right. Chase. There, there will be no filters. Dakota, we got some thank yous. That's right. We need to. I'll just, I'll just slide the document over to you there on that side of the screen and you can read yes. it. I've just, yes, uh, you can see, I've taken it. If you're watching on Facebook, I've taken the document and I'm holding it in front of Dakota so he can read it now. <laughs> yes, we need to thank the folks that support us on Patreon like we do every week. Those folks are the people who make this show happen, make it possible. We usually have, we, well, we still have to pay rent on a studio, even if we're not in the studio right now. I have but a story about that in a second. And uh, there's still an electric bill there, but, uh, you know, the coronavirus, you know, silver linings here, the electric bill is probably going to be pretty cheap this month. Uh, but you can sign up at any tier. The tiers start at $5 a month. And if you sign up at $50 or more a month, we give you a shout out at the start of every episode. Those folks are Craig DaCosta, Chris Lamb, Christy Avery, and our favorite car dealer, Jonathan Phillips. We did, uh, we did record a Patreon episode. Dakota got called out for the day job trying to keep the lights on for somebody out there. I assume, I assume that a squirrel got the virus and, and climbed into a box it shouldn't have been in, and Dakota yeah, had to go bury the cremains. 
It makes the squirrels suicidal. <laughs> <laughs> We've discovered that in Henry County now. Um, so I, I did go visit the studio uh, about two and a half, three hours ago because I we did a practice yesterday and I was using a cell phone and I'm so vain that I didn't like the angle that the phone was getting and I wasn't going to duct tape it onto a monitor. So I remembered I had a, a Logitech um, webcam, but the webcam had a crappy audio and I have this, this microphone that I had purchased years ago. Uh, and if you remember to the very early side of the podcast, we had three matching mics and then a weird plastic mic stand. And uh, today I went back to the studio trying to find the plastic mic stand. Uh, secret time. I couldn't find it, but if you watch the camera, I have duct taped onto the other microstand a, uh, <clears throat> there's a little popcorn tape, tape, duct tape job on there. And, uh, that's, that's what's holding this in place so that I can, that I can do what I can. Uh, Dakota is gone with his gaming microphone, which I'm, yeah. which is impressive, but I don't know. Um, is it USB? I, I, the technology is beyond me because I don't think I could plug mine in and get it. No, I have audio a, and I have a, I have a headphone microphone jack on my a headset jack on my laptop. So, oh, isn't that yeah. fancy? Whenever we did the I have, test, I have both kinds. When we did the test, I was using my my Galaxy Buds, the the wireless headphones for a Galaxy, a Samsung phone, and the it, it just wasn't working with those, and I had to call in to Zoom using my <laughs> cell phone. And it was very weird, so I was hoping that this would work, and it, it seems to be doing the job anyway. It's adequate. You're, uh, you, you need a better mic screen, better flag than you have, but it's, uh, you know, we're used to these big well, wind this screens. isn't even, this isn't even the, the, the screen. This isn't the mic that came with the headphones. I lost that like a year ago. I have uh, one of it, these, but I need uh, somebody that does small electronics repair to fix my dangly end because it's, this is my, uh, my Turtle Beach... Uh, Xbox deal, but I, as you a, can see in the camera, I have I've broken my dongle and now it's all twisted off and sh it's it's uh it hangs to the left, uh, so guys, I I need I need a replacement. This is a, I got a, 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 a six. On my watch, and I legit was looking for my phone for like five. <laughs> so so during quarantine, uh, Chase has taken up the role of being the stoner of the group. I I do have to admit that I've I've had similar problems looking for my glasses before just to figure out that they're on my head. So it it does happen. Yeah. I'm also borrowing Sarah, my lovely bride, is in the chat. Apparently she's stopped baking downstairs now um, and has noticed that I'm wearing her Bluetooth headphones because I only had so much distance that I could go from the computer earlier. Uh, if, we, if we're still remote next week, which we probably will be, I think I'm going to go back to the studio and drag, uh, drag some of this back down there and, uh, and, and maybe I'll have a little better permanent setup. But for now, this is, this is working. We're on the air and that's what's important. That's true. Also, we forgot to mention, we still have our T-chip stores. Those are still up if you are an essential worker or if you want to spend your Trump bucks on the uh, on a T-shirt or a sweatshirt. That would be great. It's, we're getting out of sweatshirt weather, but, you know, if you maybe you're trying to lose a little bit of weight and uh, to make you have a goal set in mind for fall. You got a wrestling, a wrestling group you need to get into? You got to make weight for wrestling? Well, maybe, or maybe you just, you just have that goal. So you're like, you know what? By the time fall comes around, I'm going to fit into this large sweatshirt. So right now Don't would be the perfect it. time to buy a large sweatshirt. <laughs> no, you won't. 
I've done that several times. <laughs> Chase, is, Chase did it with the tuxedo that he rented for my wedding. I've never seen thighs <laughs> shoved so tightly into something in my life as I did with Chase's pants at Dakota's wedding. They were summer any sausage moment, rolls. At any moment, there could have been an explosion, and there were I a like, number. And I got down that night, and my pants didn't rip somehow. That's, yeah, that's just because it, it was a good suit. So <laughs> yes, it was the best a rental you could get. Um, all right, so. Last week there was a uh, there was a bill that came through Congress, and I, I guess you would call it stimulus number three for the uh, for the coronavirus. Uh, and about three hundred and fifty billion. The terminology is going to be tough here for me because we're talking in such big numbers. But three hundred and fifty billion dollars is going to get paid out to citizens of the country. Um, a number of members of Congress have contracted the coronavirus. Few, uh, I know Rand Paul had, and some other senators that uh, that were in quarantine. So they didn't even have a, a, a majority of Republicans. Uh, they, they needed Democrats there and to be involved. Uh, so they were, and then on the House side, they were trying to pass this bill without actually having members show up in present to cast votes. Um, so all of that's happening as a team of negotiators were in place, and a what turned into a or started at a plan that Mitt Romney had per, uh, pushed forward as a thousand dollar or twelve hundred dollar payment to uh, to citizens, which by the way he had stolen or borrowed from Andrew Yang Yang Gang, um, twelve hundred dollar payment uh, two times, uh, once in April and once in May, or once in May and once in April, um, turned into a three hundred and fifty billion dollar payment to citizens in a two trillion dollar bill uh and it's only going to pay out one time <coughs> so that's uh what do you think dakota is that is that what you thought was going to happen when we when we were previewing this a couple weeks ago there, there was the talk of the thousand dollars coming now well, it was somewhere else i i i had a pretty good feeling we would get something but i actually thought that we would be getting uh more not to be greedy. I just thought that uh, with with the Democrats wanting to give uh, significantly more money per couple um, than what the Republicans' plan had, I figured that uh, that would be a point of compromise between the two parties. So I, I didn't see the Democrats conceding. But I mean, you know, that's that's whatever. Um, I did I did read another article today that said that uh, if you don't have if you don't have your refund checks for just like every other year set up on direct deposit, then it could be up to, uh, it could be up to five months before you receive a paper check in the mail. That's the yeah, same thing that happens Same now, thing in though. 2001 and 2008 when the stimulus went out. So if you get a refund and you don't get it electronically, that's the same way you've been getting your refund the whole time. That makes mm -hmm. for really good clicks right now in the media, but it's literally the same treatment you've always had. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, and if you're a uh, Patreon member to get a copy of the show notes, usually I don't even know if we put those in there today, but there's a, uh, there's a link in here where we got all of our information from in the show notes from smartasset.com and they have a super detailed, um, very well uh, put down on paper um, description of each item inside the bill. And uh, it's a, uh, 
you keep hearing the word comprehensive tossed around, but until you kind of see it laid out like that, then you don't really realize how many areas of regular life this bill touches. It's everywhere. With, uh, with everything that has to do with money, this bill is go- going to be in it or it's going to, it's going to have something to do with it. And it's all in the name of, of relief things that like that are supposed to help you. If you don't have a job right now, uh, if you're a furloughed worker, um, everything, I mean, it's a, it's pretty intense. It was a a lot more intense than I thought. If you have a small business, it's essentially going to pay you to keep your people on payroll. You're going to get a interest free. Well, you pay interest, but it's a completely forgiven loan. Um, Mm -hmm. So you could basically make your payroll for the next few months. As long as you spend, I think it was like, it was a quarter or half million dollars in payroll expense. They're just going to straight up give you that money and you'll pay interest on it, but you'll never have to pay. You don't have to give anything back. So you can either be making investments in your business in the short term, or you can um, just simply be making your payroll. Um, and it's just yeah. a gift essentially. So say you were going to spend a half million dollars on payroll anyway, just simply for taking out the loan, you're going to pay interest on maybe 4% of that. Uh, but the rest yeah. of it, you just stick in your pocket as a company, as long as you still exist in a year. So, I mean, it's a sweet deal. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's going to want it if they can get it. Right. That's the, right. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. My bosses came out with an email here uh, just yesterday, I think. And it basically explained everything that we get. Like um, if you meet certain uh, like, like standards, you get 80 hours of paid 100% time. And then there's another standard for two thirds pay uh, for 80 hours. And then if you have kids and you're out of school, so Governor Holcomb just came out and said school's canceled for the rest of the, the academic year, um, up to 12 weeks, you can get two thirds of your pay. So, and yeah. then, then the company just gets it back at the end of the year with a tax credit. Yeah. You, uh, so you get that as, as an employer. But if you are not an employer and you are a worker that maybe you were a waitress or a bartender and right now you're laid off, um, unemployment benefits have been extended. They, you can get it for a a much longer period of time. Um, they're going to, they're going to make it easier for you to get access to your unemployment, um, benefits. They did away with the one week wait Mm -hmm. time. Yeah, and usually that one week wait time is uh, uh, just speaking from experience. It's about a two week wait time, realistically, and that is if you're on the ball and yeah. going for it. And that that's as a, a laid off worker, not fired or quit or anything. It's not a very fast process. There's a lot of bureaucracy that happens with the work one offices. Unemployment but, is going to be available, but the problem is going to be your unemployment rates, like the insurance rates are going to go up, right? So everybody's going to claim it. So everybody's going to have their costs go up next year as well. Uh, yeah. It's not a, that's not a great solution when, when the government's, none of this is great, right? Now we're in triage mode with every bit of it, just hoping to, hoping to survive and get by. Yeah. It's, re- it's just real weird. It's, it's not like 2008. And it's not like 2001 whenever we just had an economic collapse because we have an economic collapse and now uh, an economic collapse caused because we've told businesses they have to be closed, right? Right. Yeah. 
So an economic collapse that was caused by uh, government forcing a business's hand to shut their doors. Uh, we also have, uh, we, we've all seen the memes flying around about, um, landlords that are still, um, asking tenants to pay their rent, even if they are furloughed workers because of this virus. Um, there's uh, rent and mortgage relief that's going around. So, um, if you're, if you're a laid off worker and you ask your landlord for an extension and they say that they still have to pay the mortgage on the house. Um, that's not necessarily true. They can get mortgage relief as well. Uh, I mean, it, I don't know the details on that, but possibly, I mean, they could, it depends upon if it's your, if it's an FHA yeah. mortgage, so the only, the only you have, or if it's a, you know, if it's a, if it's a guy that has 15 rental properties and all of a sudden all of his people stop paying, um, or are late and now he's triggered to be late. I don't know that he's, right. I, I, I'm not sure how that plan is going to work, but it's not good. You've got a whole lot of people that were, uh, that were swimming naked, right? That, that don't have the cash flow to get by for any interruption at all. Right. And that's it. Yeah. So that's a a really strange situation. It just all together with the landlords, tenants, that relationship is really strange. I know that I was talking to a friend who, um, who, uh, works for a small business in Newcastle and, uh, they were forced to shut down. And it, uh, this individual was, uh, was the main source of income for their family. And he contacted their landlord and was told that they, they still had to pay rent because they still had a mortgage to pay. And it's, uh, that's just a tough situation to be in. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's easy to look at it if, if you're standing on the outside or if you are the tenant and go that the landlord is just being a jerk uh, but at the same time, like, that building's not free. They only existed because be, the, the building only exists because it's generating revenue, right? Yeah, you don't, and it, you don't know that that landlord situation because when I think that most of the time, whenever you think of a landlord, you think of someone who is living high on the hog and has got you know a a ton of residential and also commercial properties that they are renting out and. At least that's where my mind immediately goes to, but that's not necessarily the case all the time. There's a lot of folks out here that have got, you know, one or two rentals that are just, uh, that's a, a little bit of side income. So they I, might be just as impacted by this with their job, their primary. Dakota, it, it's entirely plausible that, you know, if you were five years older, when you got married, Audrey owned a house and you owned a house and you didn't sell one. So you guys moved into your house and then you rented out the house Audrey was in. And your right. household, you know, you got a, a little kid at home. You're a single income household now. If you were expected to pay two mortgages right now, I mean, you're going to depend upon the rental income from that from that other house. Right, absolutely. So it doesn't make you it, expecting your tenants to be able to pay rent. Uh, now, whether or not it's going to happen or not isn't, you know, that's a side point. But expecting them to be able to pay rent on time, it, that's important because you have to take that those same funds and turn them into the bank to pay for the properties yourself. It's not easy. So it's kind of hard to be mad at the landlords that are asking for the money because they probably need it, like you were saying. Um, I have a question. How much Trump money am I getting and when will it get here? All right, let's work through this. Let's work through this formula, Chase. Did uh, Were you an adult last year? Yes or no? I mean, no? technically. <laughs> were, uh, did you make 
over or under $75,000 last year? Not this year, last year. I'm going to go under. Because you did have like four jobs last year, Chase. You may want to add up your W-2s. That's true. I should look at it again. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go for this scenario. And and it doesn't matter if all that went to paying student loans. How many how many children did you claim last year, Chase, on your taxes? I don't have any ch- children that I know of. Okay, so you didn't claim any children on your taxes. No. The, the answer is that you will receive $1,200 in Trump bucks. They're like Shrew bucks, but worth a little bit less. Um, That's not necessarily true, though, Jeremiah. They're worth more than Stanley Nichols. Well, what I'm saying is he may not get the 1200 You forgot to ask a very important question. Chase, did your mother or father claim you on their taxes? Mm. No, they did not. I said an adult. Also, Chase. We established that when he was an adult. Chase. An adult, yeah, but you can still be a dependent of another person. Are you an immigrant that is living inside of the United States legally but has not gained full citizenship yet? I'm an American. Okay. He's he's broadcasting from a Chicago studio. The the reason I bring that up is because uh that is that's a big point of contention. Um is the fact that you can be an immigrant in the United States, you can be a tax paying immigrant, uh, but not be a full citizen yet, and you will not get any of this stimulus package. And to me, I feel if you are a taxpayer and then you should be entitled to the same amount of money that every other taxpayer is receiving. If especially because if you're a taxpaying immigrant, then you are living in the United States legally. You're working in the United States legally, and you're not doing anything wrong. But I hope you all hear my dog bark. I do. Now you, there's a a very good chance that you might be uh, that you might not get the same treatment as other American workers doesn't seem right to me at all. All right. I'm going to try to do the math here from the show notes and see what number I come up to here because uh, Dakota has, has broken out the numbers here. We got 500 billion. So a quarter of the bill went to corporations for corporate bailouts. He -hmm. says $349 million billion, rather billion. I knew I was going to mix up the terminology. 349 billion is those small business loans for making payroll. Uh, and then we're going to do $150 billion for public health, which is PPE and respirators, yada, yada, yada. And then $300 billion for taxpayers. That gives me the price tag of $1.3 trillion. But Dakota, you said it's a $2 trillion bill. So I assume the other $700 billion is just for theft? It's, uh, it goes theft and to, waste? There's a whole lot of uh, miscellaneous areas that... Uh, that get broken down into a lot of different areas. And uh, honestly, I, I just put the, the big chunks. So you could say $700 billion miscellaneous. In, it's uh, greasing. Greasing <laughs> to get those votes done. Well, there's a, there's a reason that uh, there were 600 pages added to the bill. So the Republicans submit a, submit a 600-page bill and the agreed-upon final bill, the CARES Act that was signed into law, was just over 1,200 pages long. So it was, uh, I mean, it's a lot of things that got added at the, at the last moment. And that's why, that is why um, 
it did go. It, it was at one point two trillion dollars the Republicans' plan, and, and now it's at uh, at at two trillion dollars. After, so after I'm about compromise. to I'm about to get twelve hundred dollars. Yes. Yeah. Tax I free. Would say, well, don't you have to claim it on your taxes? It's free no. money. It's your money. Okay. It's got, it is a tax credit for for the new year. So you'll file. Your taxes next January, February, March, April, whatever. You're going to file your taxes, and mm-hmm. this is a tax credit next year that's being paid in advance. So it's just okay. straight up free I've money. Learned, I've learned it's about two thousand dollars to buy a baby tiger. Does anyone <laughs> want to pitch in eight hundred bucks? <laughs> Hold on now. Hold on. We can go on. You and Katie combined will get twenty four hundred. We can all buy our own individual tiger, like couple wise. Awesome. I don't we can start a fight club. Here's here's my problem, Chase. I know that it costs between three thousand and fifteen thousand dollars a year to feed a tiger, and if you want to get in on that three thousand dollar level, we either need to get in with our boy Cade Coger and get any of his dead cows and start quartering them up, or we got to go down to the Walmart. And there's only so much meat they throw out of our Walmart down here, so somebody's going to have to venture up to Muncie. They're probably not throwing out any right now, too. It's true. The tigers may be starving to death because everything's been getting bought. Yeah. We're going to have to start a hunting. I think that's the only answer. Say that one more time, Chase. Take it. We're going to have to start illegally hunting. That's all. And I'm only good for about one deer every few years. You're good with one. You're good with one deer with a weapon and one deer with a with a Ford. Is my count basically? That's that's usually the way you tag them. The best way to do it. Well, Dakota so they, and I went uh, squirrel hunting once, and it didn't work out. We got cold and saw no squirrels. We did scare the hell out of an archer, uh, a deer archer, once, but that was a. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah that uh, that deer hunter was not very pleased with us um one thing that i wanted to mention especially especially when when you fired the warning shot in to see if he was real <laughs> yeah is that a real guy <laughs> turns out he was Let's see uh <laughs> dick cheney over there uh-huh Sorry, sir. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe you shouldn't what be dressed like the a, woods, just sitting there. What kind of a boss man do you have to be to shoot a guy in the head and then that man apologize to you for being <laughs> that way? <laughs> that is the kind of person I aspire to be. <laughs> well, I, I, I look forward to all of you apologizing to me at some point when I take you hunting. So uh, one thing I wanted to mention real quick about this, uh, about the CARES Act too, is that uh, there was uh, there was a lot of talk going on. Uh, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. One of the big things that they were disappointed about with um, the Republicans' proposal is that they said that uh, there wasn't enough oversight on how the the corporate uh, bailout money could be spent. They are the compromise. The solution to that was to install a separate inspector general that would be i hear, uh, I hear a phone ringing and i expect us to be professionals that is that is mine uh-oh <laughs> he's we, all, we all know what's again. happening there he's getting called out again so i'm assuming what he was i'm assuming what he was going to talk about is that the democrats wanted a separate inspector general to oversight as just 
you know, obviously to oversight. That way the corporations and all the other bailouts that we're just giving to for free can't just go out and run about like we did the banks. If we had just simply gone with the original plan that everybody supported, uh, we're going to give you 1200 bucks once a month, or 1000 bucks yeah. once a month, and just said the hell with the businesses and expected people to spend the money on the things they normally spend the money on, it would have been okay. Instead, okay. now well, you've created this bureaucracy. Yeah, well, so, all right, let, let's talk about it. So we're getting, we're, we're all... I'm getting twelve hundred dollars, Jeremiah. You're going to get twelve. You'll get twenty-four. Ah, my household gets twenty-four hundred. You yes, and then Chase gets twelve. So what? What are we going to spend our beautiful tax dollars on that we're getting back? Jer, let's go, start with you. What are you going? Uh, I honestly, what I think is going to happen, as long as there are no interruptions, we'll probably hold on to the money for a little while, uh, mm-hmm. just for safety. But as long as there are no interruptions to the uh, to the uh, income stream, and both uh, myself and the lovely Sarah Potter Moral uh, stay employed, probably going to put it on her student loans. That's most so going straight what's back to happen. the government for you. So it's going to go straight back towards paying down debt uh, mm-hmm. and getting and getting rid of that. So twenty four hundred dollars, twenty five hundred dollars, probably going to be stroke of a couple of keys, and it's going to go right on in. Chase, what about you? I'm going to hold on to the 1200 just in case if I get a little desperate. And then sports is going to start back up, and I'm going to gamble it all away. <laughs> there are sports, like Chase. There are sports, Chase. I, Did you not see the iRacing NASCAR and IndyCar that's been going? And the, hold on, and the Madden Leagues have been broadcasting on Espen? Chase, listen. I was, I, I was at the Potters last night, where I seem to be almost yeah. every night when I'm not with a girlfriend. Kevin and I have found a way that horse racing is still going on and you can still bet horse racing. Yeah, but I'm, Jared knows I yeah. care more. Oh, I am too. I lost 10 bucks. So, like it was nothing so Chase night. and I went to the horse track last fall at the Anderson, the very last, it turns out it was the last horse race of our lifetimes in Indiana, but it was the last, the last night of, uh, of horse racing at uh, Indiana Downs. What do you think they call that place? Downs, yeah. And, uh, and we lost our asses. We started as ballers. We were putting like $20 on a single horse to win. Like we were made of money. Y'all are crazy. Any horse with a name like Big Long Dong or something like that, we put 20 bucks on it. Yeah. Anything that sounded funny basically was, uh, was what we put money on. We didn't know. We didn't know so much. No, I'll probably use the 1200 to get me truck tires. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a smart decision. The important thing, Chase, is going to be to spend that on an American tire. Don't you go getting some Chinese tires because they cause this problem. That's true. China. <laughs> oh, man. I do enjoy that Dakota is having his conversation off mic in the house, uh, but we can hear it. So he's broadcasting. I think I can. Thank I'm going to be professional. I'm going to be professional and hit the mute button so that he doesn't give away some trade secrets over there. Pretty yeah. sure so, he said the awkward. So what are you going to do, Guffy? Well, obviously I'm going to be like you guys. Um, I am, I am what they consider an essential personnel. Um, I have two pieces of paper as documentation in case the popo ever pull me over. So um, I'm going to put it in the bank and then, Paige and I are talking about once all this goes away, we're going to take a, a vacation. Um, 
really probably going to go down to Florida. She has a cousin down there we want to see. And then also, I want to go to Harry Potter World and uh, the, the new Star Wars park. Do they do weddings? Do they do weddings at the Harry Potter, or how does I'm that? sure they would. I'm sure they would. Chase uh, you didn't you say no, Chase. You can you can bring Katie. I hear the cruise ships are very popular right now. Uh, dirt cheap right now, I hear. But I will never step foot on a cruise. Never. I have friends who won't fly. I have friends who won't get on cruise ships, and I have no problem with either of them. They're great. Hmm. They're, they're very fun, very safe. But I'm going to use the $1,200 basically like Daddy Trump wants me to, and I'm going to put it back into the economy. I'm going to unmute uh, co-host Dakota because he uh, he was talking off mic. And uh, Okay, so we heard your whole conversation, Dakota. Are you uh, you ready to tell us what you said? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. All right, Dakota. So where we're at right now is we've all discussed what we're going to do with our Daddy Trump money once we get it. Now, your household, have you filed your 2019 taxes yeah. yet? Yeah, did, I already did, got my refund for that too. So I was going to say, did do you did you get to claim little baby? No, no, oh, it won't be till next oh, year's oh, taxes. You lost the five hundred dollars. Jackson yeah, was born in 24. 20, 2020, yeah. not twenty nineteen. Yeah, I mm-hmm. won't get the uh, the five hundred dollars for having a child, even though I have a child. Now yeah, I will $2, say four hundred dollars. We, we were we what were going over this a minute ago. Let's let's just pause yeah. for for just one second. If you have a household income, if there's it's married a group of two, and your household income's one hundred and fifty or below, you're okay. So you could have a dude making, you know, or, or a lady making a hundred grand, and the other individual in the partnership uh, making forty, and you'll still get the full twenty four hundred dollars. Uh, right. So you just can't cross that one fifty. Correct. Yeah the uh, the the threshold is different for filing jointly. So. Yeah. So what are you going to spend uh, this money on? Well, I've had my eyes on a, uh, where did Chris go? He's lost. We've lost him. He uh, probably needed to plug his truck, his, his phone in, in the truck. I've, I've had my, he was, he so, was driving and podcasting at the same time. My, uh, my plan for this is, um, this is, uh, I have a, there's a baby coming out here. Uh, I've, this whole situation has made me realize how dependent we are on grocery stores. So I'm going to, uh, I plan on spending my Trump bucks on building a greenhouse and starting a, uh, and having some, uh, tilapia fish. So I, 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 we talked about, look at that baby Jackson's first podcast. Oh my goodness. I just can't believe he's not in the onesie that uh, that Mason got him for Christmas. Yeah, that would have been uh, better for his first episode. God, Audrey, go back and find it. Yeah. Jeremiah uh, <laughs> is saying that he needed to be in uh, Mason's onesie. Go change him into it. She said Anything no. Anything for content. That was Audrey, a, I, Audrey, come on. That was Don't a be hard like that. Don't be like that. I, I, all right, so. You want to do another baby? this is like we've had tiger king talk but this is like lion king talk here with the baby (laughs) that is not social distancing (laughs) 
We're all, we're all within six feet right now. <laughs> Inside your house. But yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's my plan for the Trump bugs. Is that I want a uh, I want to build a greenhouse and I want to start an aquaponics system to farm you can, fish. You can accomplish that on twenty four hundred dollars. Oh, what easy. Kind of yeah. Tilapia. Tilapia. <laughs> what about salmon? You could do salmon. It's just they're a little bit harder to farm. Tilapia is a hardy fish. Need a little bit more space. All right. So let's transition into the fun part of the show here. Let's talk. Let's talk Tiger King. Are we all? Oh. Are we all completely through this thing? Are we, have you watched all seven episodes? Yep. We're at. I no, just, uh, I I have I have episode seven left to watch. Um, the girlfriend is currently self quarantining because she um, has a heart condition, so she doesn't want to be out with it. And we are uh, watching it together, so I've got two weeks to watch. What <laughs> dude? It's crazy. I'm I'm so excited to finish it, but it's no, a great dude. Show. Chase, this is what you do. I, I'm a pro at this. Okay. So oh, if you want to at your place or if you watch it at her place, if she's coming over, right? You know how net you're watching it on Netflix. It it has it shows the episodes you've watched, right? You gotta mm-hmm. start it over before she gets there. That way, it looks like it's been unwatched. Here's the thing: we watch it on two different. So we watch it off of hers. So I could just watch it on Jeremiah's, <laughs> and she would never know. There you go. All right. So, so this is spoiler alert time. So, if you are, um, if you don't want to listen to the book club on Tiger King here, uh, you probably want to duck out here for a minute or two. Uh, Chase, did you see the thruple coming? <laughs> I was a fan. <laughs> Did you, did you even know did you even know such a life could exist you could have that much happiness I thought you only got that much happiness at, at Disney World I didn't know that was possible <laughs> oh god I, I will say uh, on, uh, in defense of libertarians everywhere uh, Joe Exotic did not win the nomination of the uh, the Libertarian Party of the state of Oklahoma. He did not get nineteen percent of the vote. He got, uh, he got nineteen percent in in one race in in the uh, in the primary. They did not do a good enough job of clarifying that in the show. Oh, poor it's like all libertarians are scrambling right now. We're like, we are not with Joe Exotic. <sighs> you know, I, I just I. I've had a lot of people um, <clears throat> note that there's two kinds of libertarians in the world. There's the dude that was the campaign manager, and then there was the uh, there's Joe Exotic, and I'm more of the campaign manager style, obviously. Yeah, what what do you think of the campaign manager? Uh, he he did us all a, say, a, a solid favor when he said, uh, "Yeah, I don't think Joe knows what a libertarian means." So <laughs> <laughs> I think he got the the LP off the hook. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Joe uh, Joe Exotic and uh, three hundred and fifty million other Americans. 
Hey, yeah. if we're all thinking it. I'm saying it. Just the way this uh, that the way this boat goes. I think you set up. So my my question. I I was late watching the show. I I didn't watch it whenever it first came out and whenever the hype first started. So I put a question in the show notes of what what made everyone decide to finally sit down and watch this show. The memes. It's always the memes. The memes are always the answer. Well, How about you, Chris? Yeah. So for me, it was it was it was a mixture of the memes. And Fix your mic, always, Chris. You're tall, twisted up, and you sound terrible. Do I sound better? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. No. Oh. Well, I don't know. I'm sorry. Just, just say what you better. have to say. Anyway, so That's it, was the, it was the memes, and um, I was at Paige's parents, and we were sitting there, and I was like, "Have you guys heard of this Tiger King?" And next thing I know, we binge watched three episodes. So. Yeah. Nothing. You like, just can't like, stop it. No, you can't. No. But what about you, Chase? So I didn't want to watch it, and then I kept hearing everybody, "Oh, this is the best show ever! You got to watch it. It's insane." And I, I watched it. It was pretty good. I, okay. uh, I think Joe screwed over. For uh, so can we all admit who here has uh, went on YouTube and watched Pure Kitty Kitty? Anybody? Yeah. That's- I don't care what anybody says. That that song I've, is actually pretty decent. I've it's not like gone to YouTube. Country. I've not gone to YouTube to listen to it, but I did get in Mason's truck last week, and it was legitimately playing on uh, through the Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Joe Exotic, among it, the greatest country singers of all time. It's not even him singing. <laughs> we don't it, care, Dakota. He hired uh, he hired a country music band to play don't to really play know. these songs. And he promised them that they were going to be on a on a on a TV show. So they agreed to play the songs for the publicity, and now they're upset at Joe Exotic because they haven't uh, they ha- he hasn't given them credit. There's a whole big piece I, of that. Uh, I saw something before we got on. I don't know if it was just a joke, but I heard he got the coronavirus in prison. He does. Yeah, yeah. that so that was for that this. Is, uh, that's been reported. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Joe, nothing's gonna kill Joe Exotic. Just get that out of the way now. Listen, man, I didn't he think was, anything was gonna kill. Nothing was gonna kill Joe Diffie, and then uh, that's Joe not good. Diffie has not been waist deep in two male lovers and <laughs> exotic animal feces. Two straight <laughs> male lovers. You have to get that right. <laughs> yeah. As in his defense, in Oklahoma, he doesn't have a lot of options. So I, that was they. They did say that. Yeah. So I have to go with the methods. Uh, so for me, to the reason we finally sat down and watched the show is because I was resisting it. I didn't want to watch it. Audrey thought it was going to be as stupid as I thought. I thought it was That's like a homemade documentary. I thought it was this. Like just gonna be a dumb guy filming himself, and it was gonna be foolish. And then I heard Bert Kreischer talking about it and saying that it was the funniest show that he had seen his entire life. So that's was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. Just, and then we literally sat down and watched four episodes in a row. Uh, we watched three episodes one night and four the next, and we knocked it out last week. But just just imagine this: if they didn't have the Gator Barn arson. They could have had uh, a forty-hour documentary, not a not a seven-hour oh. documentary. Oh yeah, 
Because they said he recorded everything, and then we and then we get they're like, oh, we lost all the footage. But you had all of this, all of this other junk was there. It was yeah, the it producer. Been. I think it was the producers working with Carol Baskin. No way, oh, yeah. Joe. Joe, Joe burned it down himself. Down. For uh, some reason, they Carol. had the audio of him talking to the attorney. He said, "You know what? You, you know what I'm saying is that nobody, nobody has another copy of that stuff." Nope. I'm I'm sticking with the producer. Joe, Joe shit. unplug <laughs> your mic and plug it back in. Why would, why would the producer of that of the show burn down all of the footage, all his millions of dollars? Why would that make zero sense? He was crazy. Nobody oh on that show was sane. Oh, he so sounds so much better now. But I didn't he's, unplug it. He's crazy. But Joe's not crazy. They're all crazy. You know, the, the weirdest part about it is the most normal person on there is the drug dealer from Miami that burned the ATF guy that collects tigers. Most normal person on that entire show. I don't know. I don't the one-armed one lady no. who, who came back to work after a week seemed to be pretty dedicated to those tigers. <laughs> She's dedicated. That's not more, not normal. Days. That's not normal. <laughs> I think the pretty normal person. I think person. the guy with my favorite. I think the most normal person is Carol's dead husband. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> you just want his millions, Dakota. <laughs> I'm on Carol's side because she's rich and might send me money. You guys remember the story of how they met? Of no. how who met? Oh, yeah. Yeah, how Carol and her first <laughs> husband met as he's driving down the road. Oh yeah, and she he had her put a gun at point a gun at him, and she's yeah. like, "Yeah, I just need someone to talk to." Here's so she was. Gun, point she, the oh woman God. was was fine with holding a gun on her future husband, pointing a gun at him. Knows how to have a tiger eat a person. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got to put a little sardine oil on him. That's never how you get rid of the body. But somehow, that might be my that might be my favorite meme now is that OJ Simpson had the one saying that he thinks she did it and then there there's the uh uh <laughs> the cuts back to the insurance guy who says this guy's seen a thing or two and he knows a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh I think that in the investigation Robert Kardashian was pulling strings for Carol Baskin in the background just like he did for OJ. Uh, so do you guys think that he was set up? Do you think that, or do you think that he really did pay that crackhead $3,000 to kill Carol Baskin? Honestly, it could go either way, man. I mean, even if he was set up, seems like a terrible person, but they had me buy it at the end that he was set up. I think it's plausible. He was I set up by the. He was. He was. He was definitely given the opportunity to make some mistakes in front of the feds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they 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 set a trap and he climbed into it. But I think he did that, and I think he got convicted by a jury. So I mean, I, listen, there's not a whole lot. This is kind of like Mad Men, where there's not a whole lot of folks with redeeming qualities. I don't know. John Hamill is. Have you seen his pants, Jer? I said redeeming qualities. I know you and tight pants chase are a whole thing. And I, I know the thruple was your deal earlier. But uh, and listen, if if I had to get three-way gay, gay married chase, it'd be with you and I'd let you pick the, the pink shirts. I get it. 
but but I, I don't I think don't anybody think had any redeeming qualities. I don't know. I liked, I liked so Joe. Much. I liked Joe. I did like Joe was the only one that I liked, but he was still a terrible person. And I don't think I've ever seen a show where I've disliked ninety nine percent of the people on it that still enjoyed the show. I don't think Joe was that bad of a guy. I think he was just eccentric. I think he was really, really, really uh, worried about that bitch Carol Baskin down in Florida, and he couldn't he keep right. his eye on the prize. Hey, great! He was he was like a uh, a gay hillbilly Alex Jones. <laughs> I yeah. I, I will say that um, I was a little uncomfortable with the way they treated people that had TV studios uh, that broadcast to the internet. I thought that was that was a that was kind of a that was kind of a harsh categorization of everybody that does such a thing. Well, especially when they were dogging on that studio, and I was like, "He's got better equipment than we do. It looks nice to me. <laughs> He's got paid staff." So, right. would you know. eat? Would you eat Joe Exotic's pizza? Hell no, no. Yeah, no. I would try. If I if I worked for Joe Exotic, I would not be. I would. Well, I, I'm gonna be honest. I probably wouldn't last very long working for Joe Exotic, but. I don't think I would be taking anything off the meat truck and bringing it home to Sarah to cook. My favorite is whenever uh, the the zookeeper, the head zookeeper says, I got this job. I, I saw the ad on Craigslist and I thought, I haven't done that before. <laughs> and then he then he goes into the barn with the gas cans and he's smoking the cigarette while he's pouring gas. He says, don't try this at home, kids. <laughs> I think what I've learned from this whole situation is if you're going to have a zoo, don't hire convicted felons. Make it into a cult and have like six wives. That hey, guy, it, Doc I mean, got it right. Doc <laughs> seems to have it figured out. Of course, he got arrested by the end of it too or got raided at least. So he's he's in there with uh, with the Muncie mayor. But, um, yeah, but he's, on, he's back out. The former Muncie mayor. He's back out. He's back running things. He put a video up saying that Joe got set up and he got scammed. And he got set up. But here's the thing. Doc Antle, he Doc Antle is only saying that so that Joe doesn't rat on everything that Doc Antle's done. So my question who's the, who's the other person? Who was the, the person that came in at the end that was working with Joe? Jeff? The one with the money? Yeah, it was Jeff, right? That was Jeff Lowe. Yeah. Jeff's, yeah. Jeff's the guy yeah. that stole the zoo. Yeah. Jeff definitely set him up. But I think Carol was in on it, too. No way. Carol hates Jeff. Do you think that... Uh, Just for like the cameras. A, the enemy of my enemy my is... Enemy my enemy is my friend. Yeah. Exactly. But here's the thing. Jeff is still running the the greater Wynwood anim- exotic animal park. Yeah, but you got rid of you got rid of Joe, the most eccentric, and bringing all the publicity there. So now Jeff's just kind of oh well, we're just gonna hang out. No one cares about Jeff. Yeah, nobody cares. I think Jeff is strange. Yeah, all right. I, all right. Wouldn't surprise so, me if Jeff is an FBI agent, and he's been undercover this whole time. So now, That's why he's got a hot Russian wife. Let, let's talk about this real quick. What is the difference between the GW Zoo, Doc Antle's place, and Big Cat Rescue? They all keep the tigers in the damn cages. 
It's, I the, think she, it's the Cubs. It's the breeding. It's the breeding's the difference? Yeah. So the, Joe is breeding cats in mm-hmm. captivity that will never escape captivity. He's breeding uh, it happened captivity. in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> and, then they, and then they got shot. So they had like 10 minutes of freedom. The Carol is taking the big cats and she's also putting them in cages and exploiting volunteers. At least Joe pays his people mm-hmm. and gives them yeah. a place to live. She is using slave labor to feed cats that she steals from uh, people who are breeding them like Joe or people who Joe sold his kittens to that they can't take care of them anymore. Like Mike Tyson. And she's got that PETA money. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's 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 just assume that any time that Chase talks, the first sentence is always going to be wasted and scrambled. (laughs) (laughs) Eventually, it works, but but the first sentence every time Chase talks to us is just—he's got the voice changer going because he works for the FBI. No, it's exactly what I said. Now. Yeah, that's fine. You, you literally need to go, this is my throwaway sentence, and now I'm going to begin, begin speaking. <laughs> what, what I said is, plus she looks like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> but your, your face on her looks pretty good. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, let's get into the, uh, the stories of quarantine, Dakota. You put this in the show notes. I only um, put it in there because you asked me to. Yes, I want to know what you guys what you guys miss about the old life, the old world. Okay, I'll go first because mine's pretty simple. I'm going to work and everything like normal. All four of us. And yes. uh, although I'm I had trapped a, in this house, I had a baby right now, so my life was going to be like this regardless for a little bit. So it was a. Uh, uh, this didn't really shock my system, I, I should say. It would be nice to go out to eat. That's it, though, and get my hair cut. That's about it. Yeah, man. Where are you getting your hair cut at now, by the way? I'm not. I haven't gotten it cut since <laughs> it's been down. So I, that's, that's exactly what I miss. I miss, I miss the barber. Missed the barber shop in protest. I got into a little bit of a spat because our, our local county – outlawed barbering before uh, before anybody else did last week um so i i went ahead and and said i'm not going to shave anymore and then it came out that you know, your mask isn't going to work if you don't shave but you know whatever um so i have two weeks of growth and it's just going to continue and they're going to see what happens i'm gonna look like dakota before this is over but uh when I it missed, comes time uh, i'm gonna have i missed I'm, the highs do my haircut of sports gambling the last week of sports, I won six hundred bucks. Felt like I was getting somewhere, fellas. I, I saw. On, I was trying to hold you down. I saw on Twitter that there are people that were betting on the weather. I've yet to find yeah, out where you can do that. <laughs> right before they closed everything down, I bet like a forty dollar bet on darts to win ten bucks, and I won. And then I was like, "All right, I have a problem," and I haven't done it since. <laughs> I miss the Elks Club. I miss the bars. I I don't mind, you know. And honestly, I miss I miss seeing you know <laughs> I miss seeing people. Darn it! Um, 
that's the I'm social. This is this is okay. I'm glad we're able to do this, but I miss being able to do the podcast yeah, in person. I don't miss seeing anybody. <laughs> Same. I've been at my like if I it had, wasn't for people dying, I'd be and people losing their jobs, I'd be like, that's pretty nice. I have so literally seen I have seen my my in laws, my mom and dad, and Audrey and Jackson for the past two weeks. Yep. And that's it. And it's been, it's been great. Great. I'm the same. I see my I see my in laws. I see uh, my uh, my adopted brother Mason and my adopted brother uh, Christopher Guffey and Sarah, and that's it. That's who I see. We uh, we go camping on the weekends because the state says that's still allowed. And I work from this house, and I go to the Aldi, the Kroger, and the Walmart. So that was one thing I wanted to say: is did did you guys stock up on anything? Have you gone and bought like a bunch of meat and stuff? We talked about it in Patreon a little bit. Um, we did not, but the Potters did. Um, so they have provided substantial food. What's a, I'm glad you're a freeloader. What's the difference between all the kids going down on spring break and doing fun stuff and all the old people going to the grocery store every day? Nothing. The first couple Saturdays looked like Black Friday. Saturday morning, they reduced the hours and it actually made it worse because you had people standing in line outside the store waiting on it to open up and you would have hundreds of people standing in rope lines outside of a Walmart to go inside. That was not a good plan. Nobody was prepared for it. Probably not anybody's fault, but that was not good. Have you guys uh, ever used a bidet? A bidet? A bidet. bidet. You ever used a bidet? bidet? (laughs) (laughs) What kind of fancy hotel do you stay in, Chase? No, I haven't. I'm interested. I kind of want to try. I'm very, my first time, I'll be pretty scared. (laughs) But at the same time. Where did that come from? Chase, the first Chase, Chase, the first time you use a bidet, do you want to do it by yourself or do you want to do it with a friend? I kind of want someone to hold my hand. <laughs> I, but I'm not going to order one from Amazon anymore because people keep peeing on packages. My concern. So I'm have to use my concern about a bidet is that it's going to have cold water. It's going to have cold tap water. And I don't want to live that life. And I don't want to have to have heat in for my for my bidet water. But I, I'm not sure that I want they make 45 them. degree water coming at me. They make them. They have a little, basically, a water heater. I know, like but then you got to power it up. You got to plug it in. It's a whole thing. Yeah, outlets in I'm your kinda, in your bathroom. I'm kind of stuck that doesn't already have one. You thought you I would have one. Yeah, I would get like one. Kind of, I want. I would be willing to try it. Uh, listen, you, I have. Listen, I have a. If a Dakota good gets one, we're all going to his house to use his bidet. A good. I'll hold Chase's hand. A good friend of mine spent a lot of time in South Korea whenever he was in the Army National Guard, and apparently, bidet it, 
is the norm there. That's, that's what they use. And he said that whenever he came back stateside, um, he said that he had to have one installed because he, every time he used toilet paper, it felt like he just wasn't clean enough after that. After <laughs> getting used That's to why you use baby wipes. Don't use baby wipes unless you're putting them in the trash can. That doesn't work yeah, you either. Don't flush them. You don't flush Are you putting yeah, smeared yeah. poop wipes in your trash can? Don't you put Jackson's? <laughs> uh, no, I wrap them up in the diaper first. But yeah, I guess. Separate yeah. trash can too. Like, it peels off. The virus has made me hate a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I have a list yet. I mean, I hate most of the people who get political, and which are almost all my friends, because many people already, add me. You have a list? You didn't there, have a list well, already? Yeah, but I didn't know how bad it gets. <laughs> but now I think some of the people I hate the most are the ones that are getting paid to work from home and are complaining about it. Like that Jeremiah. is like my dream. <laughs> Jeremiah. <laughs> it sounds it sounds great until you're an extrovert that hasn't been in front of a customer in three weeks, and you're That's just like my job. <laughs> just making money on the webcam. I'm I'm outside sales, dude. I'm not inside sales. I don't uh, I don't like being stuck in here. It's I a am, real hard I'm life staying at home all day. Drinking my third beer by noon. <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way, dude. You're you're really doing the work. You're sitting here. Suffering. What are they gonna do? Breathalyze you? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> I got it. I get up. I I'm sitting in front of the computer at eight a.m. I'm slaving away all day. It's the real deal. It's sad. It's a sad existence. You always have that, you always have that yeti on you too. This is the first time I have consumed alcohol in this room in the year 2020, believe it or not. I was honestly secretly sad and depressed that I was going to do it in here because I've been in this room all day. So I seriously think that this is probably the last time you guys are going to see this background because I'm going to drag this whole setup down to the studio and be at my regular desk next week. 80% chance. you're, You're in your home office? I'm in the home office. Where are you at, Chase, in your house? Right be- before final thoughts. You want to give us a tour of your bedroom? No. Okay. Yeah, some cool pictures. You got a bunch of Yankee stuff, and see, that's all I wanted. I just, it's just, it's more personal. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chris? Where are you at in your car still? Yeah, I'm in my uh, own personal studio. He's um, in the Toyota wanna, Studios. The Toyota Tacoma Studios. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to ruin the Potter's Night so they didn't have to be quiet. So, I bet you could do a custom background right now. Oh, you could, but Jeremiah said, we're trying to be professional. We don't want, we we don't want a fake, fake background. I don't want, you, have to, you have to have a solid background in order for it to work. I don't yeah, want there to be fake glasses and mustaches and all that jazz going on. I don't want any of that fake shit. All right. As he's trying to ruin this, let's get into final thoughts and we'll go. Uh, now he's, yeah, that, it looks terrible. He's in San Francisco, but now you've got mustard all over your shirt. Uh, oh, yeah. Chase, you, you teased in the Patreon that you had a big story for final thoughts. So we're going to start with you. Okay. So it's a story of how my weekend went. So. I, I, I was a little spontaneous this weekend. 
and my cousin had came over Saturday and I, I didn't have plans or anything. I was like, Hey man, you want to go camping down, uh, where I hunt at? I was like, the RVs are already down there. And I was like, yeah, let's go. So we got down there and we were start trying to start a fire. And I realized that once we got there that we forgot to grab the gas for the fire. So we tried to use whiskey. Yes. And Great choice. We didn't want to, we didn't want to waste it all and it wasn't working. So I was like, listen, the nearest gas station is like 20 minutes. And mind you, like there is no road that connects where you can get to the RV. Like you have to go through the field by the woods where we hunt. And on the way in, it was like super, super dry. And I was like, what time, right, are you guys go going out. into like into Versailles or M- Madison? What town are y'all going into? Carthage. It's past Versailles. It's no, this isn't in Carthage. This is like two hours south. Mm. And uh, there's like there, the only people that live around our our campsite hunting area is are like Amish people and like one farmer. And our RVs like way back in the field. You drive back there. You, I've never had a problem. And it was like pretty dry. So I drive back there. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go out the other way. And the other way looks a little wet, but usually it's, it's better to go in and out that way. I'm like, ah, won't be a problem. I get stuck. It was a problem. We get stuck. It's a problem. My tires are really bald. So I'm like, well, crap. So my cousin, he's a pretty big guy. I'm a pretty big guy. I'm like, okay, I can push this out. Ain't happening. We're going back to the woods. We're getting sticks. We're getting logs. We're trying to shove them under the tires. Not helping. And we got like an hour and a half to two hours before it gets dark. Out. Couldn't do it. We came close. My cousin had seen a video on Facebook where you, you, you get your ratchet strap and you strap a log to the tire. And that almost worked. But then my, the strap just got stuck in my brakes. <laughs> you know, if you would have had so a coma, crawl mode would have got you out. Uh, okay, so I don't use those Asian vehicles. They, they only <laughs> yeah, those Asians of- started this mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's dark out, and I'm like, well, we're, we were planning on staying here the night anyways, and we're about to head back to uh, the RV. And this Amish person walks up, and that's our neighbor. He's like, what do you guys got going on here? What do you guys I was say? like, oh, we're stuck. And he was like, he might have been Mennonite. I think he was Mennonite because he had a flashlight. He was like, yeah, I can see that. And uh, he was like, well, he had his son with him. He was like, can I help you boys out? And I was like, hey, man. I was like, I don't want to put you out. I have no cash on me. He was like, no, let me do this for you. I used to be scared to death of these people. <laughs> these people well they're they're a little they're different than us Dakota <laughs> nicest people ever so he goes and he gets his horse Chase is just afraid of them because he can never get their phone number from them very true he we don't have a phone what's that mean all the way and the horse doesn't want to cooperate it just keeps taking one step and stopping and he's like well I can go get my other horse. I was like, ah, oh, no, man. I was like, my dad will be here in the morning. Don't worry about it. And uh, he eventually left. And there was a, a split. 
there was like a good 20 minutes to where it was just his son and my cousin because he had to go back to the house and get a chain or something. And then the son's telling us all whip, kinds of I stories. assume to whip the horse with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the son's telling us all kinds of stories about, you know, their family. They got really sad at one point. And he was like, yeah, we used to have a Madeline. But then she died. And now we have a new Madeline. <laughs> I just got really sad for a second. I was like, "Oh, that that's that sucks." So that's how oh the night God. went. We eventually just gave up and uh, had a good time the rest of the night. Did Did the Amish ever show you how to make a fire? I was going to say well, you have to have well, gasoline to start a fire, Chase. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> Okay. In in his defense, they, there was, I was camping last weekend too, and there was about three inches of rain that came down. So everything was wet. Nothing was great. Oh yeah, that's there right. were lights in the camper, so we didn't really need to fire. It was just for for a pleasure. But we had a good time. We woke up the next morning. My dad and my cousin showed up. My other cousin. He had his truck, and uh, was his name Daryl too? Yes. And uh, it was actually David. So my dad was like, I don't know. It was Larry, Daryl, and Daryl. It might get stuck. And I was like, no, the left side's super dry. So we chain it up. He gets going. It gets stuck in like five minutes. So now we have two trucks stuck. And uh, we had to push my dad out. That took like two hours. I had to like walk a mile. To collect some rocks <laughs> so I got like my stomach showing because I got like a thousand rocks in my shirt shoved those under there and then uh, eventually a farmer came and saw us and he pulled us out with his tractor it was a great time <laughs> so the whole the whole neighborhood really does appreciate you guys and, and the fact you're farming I've down there yeah but uh, apparently Amish, Mennonite people, super nice. They helped me with my deer. They tried to get me unstuck. Can't say enough about them. They won't ever see this, but thank you. Well, we'll, we'll, set, we'll mail the transcript down there So to Ripley County. So you're saying they helped you with your deer too? I never heard that story. They helped you catch your deer that you, you had killed or they, they finished killing it for you? What happened? Oh, so I, where I hunted at, my tree stand was like, I don't know, 40, 50 yards on our property. And when I had shot the deer, it crossed over onto their property. And we went to look for it. Uh, a couple hours later, we went up to the house and everything, and they had already had it, and they helped us load it. There you go. So, super nice people. All right. So, uh, thank you for your... Whatsoever. Do you want to start your final and thoughts got, now, Chase? And I got to pet the horse. So... <laughs> It was. It's a petting animal. It wasn't really all that great for uh, <laughs> for 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 doing the lugging. I felt so bad because you could tell he, he felt bad about it, and he was like, "Normally he does better than this. He he always uh, drags our hay around." I was like, <laughs> "It's all right, man. I appreciate it." All right, Guffy. Final thoughts. Uh, I'm going to uh, skip to you because I have to go into my messenger because uh, Betsy Mills wanted me to mention something. I forget what it exactly was. So I'm going to skip over, but it's probably going to make my screen black. So 
All right, you're going to disappear here. Well, Dakota's disappeared as well. Chase, it's the you and me show now, buddy. Um, final thoughts for me. I'm really glad to be back on the air, at least in some form and fashion. Um, really ready for this to be over. The uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I You just roll with the punches. That's all I have to say for everybody else is just roll with the punches and carry on and uh, do what you can to support people where you can. It's uh, – Crazy times. We're we're way beyond anything that I ever dreamed would be happening, and here we are. Oh, go right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have my tickets. The Indy Five Hundred is going to be run in August now, buddy. So yeah, I know. I have I have tickets to three Indy Car races, and last week they rescheduled all three of them. The Grand Prix moved from early May to July. My uh, my race in August for the Mid Ohio race actually moved up a week to make room for the Indy 500. So uh, who knows? And the Garth Brooks concert moved, and I had Joe Diffie tickets for July, and then that kind of fell apart too. So um, wait, Garth is alive? What's that? I said Garth is still alive. Garth is for now still alive. He was on the uh, the Columbia Broadcasting Service last night, CBS. He and uh, Trisha Yearwood. Guffy, final thoughts. Yeah, so um, in our private chat uh, for the for the episode, I put a link to a resource guide for COVID nineteen that Betsy Mills wants me to share. Um, Jeremiah, since you're on the computer, is there any way you can put that into the chat and then share it to um, Boss Hog for us? Um, she said she spent like twenty hours in the health department um, just putting this together and just kind of making making just like a resource list for us. Um, I know Betsy and I know all the, I know all of our, the local officials are working as hard as they can on this and I do appreciate it. I know they don't hear it as often that we, that we are appreciative of the work that they do. Um, and this is something that nobody could have predicted. So, um, just stay safe. Don't do anything crazy. Um, and if you get sick, stay your ass home. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll say the, um, Government's trying to lead, um, and unfortunately, when government tries to lead, it becomes by force, and a lot of the stuff that people are doing should be, you know, I think government has a, a, a platform to speak, but we probably shouldn't be uh, be doing it at the end of a gun. Um, social distancing is, is exactly what you should be doing right now. I think we're all trying to abide by it. It's not, uh, it's not easy, but uh, we're making it work, so... Um, Dakota has disappeared. Don't know where he's gone, what happened, but uh, I'm sure he has final thoughts that uh, he'd say thank you very much for being here. And uh, we will, I guess we're going to do this again Thursday night next week. Y'all don't have an excuse for not being here, right? I can think of one. <laughs> Dakota sent me his final thoughts. They, it says Chase and Chris Guffey are the best co-hosts ever and Jeremiah sucks balls. That's pretty much what I expected. All right. Well, I'm going to stop the recording.